It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome back to the Friday Form Panel with Jason Bonington and Dan Malecki. panel it has been very very instructive I think because Dan and I in some very strange markets here and I thought we I was hoping we wouldn't disagree Dan I was hoping we wouldn't because I was already partially confused you found yourself with a race with just a question mark there so if we if we vehemently opposed one another I don't know if we would have had a bet tomorrow night but you make me more confident and hopefully I'll do the same for you Oh, look, sometimes you need that little backup, don't you? Just looking at the race the right way and particularly when you're trying to find either something at a bit of value or want to take on a horse that uh, you see is under the odds. And, and there's the cross-section of that right through the night and uh, just the makeup of those races allow it to happen. There'll be a lot of market movers and, and no doubt uh, even more so through the course of tomorrow night while you're on track, you'll be able to identify that because any potential... Um, uh, driver, um, whether it's a, a map, you know, on, on the front of the field, uh, going back, whatever, oh, a huge um, uh, influence on the on the price in the market tomorrow night. So I think it's one of those nights we'll probably see more market moves than we've seen for a long time across the uh, the whole program. Well, let's just rapidly go through these. So. Um Race one, I don't know. Race two, I don't know. Race three, um, Aaron Dunn's confidence with cliffhanger will be very interesting for me. Race four, whether Winegum's going to try and cross ghost of time, whether Harani's going to go forward. I'm getting my questions ready in my own mind here. Then, um, Seb's choice, Zach Phillips. Uh, I'll get that out of him. He'll, he'll try and give me a flat answer and I'll, uh, I'll work through it. Are you leading, Shayella? Are you going to press the issue? Max Delight, do you go forward? What's happening with Cran? But day six, Timmy's Butterfly. Are you going to have a, char- a crack at running the gate? Um, Sassiola, um, Blood Moon, are you desperate to lead? Then you go to LB2 chains. This is, that's a really critical one. Mm. Butterflying up top. I've got to get around to as many as I can there. And then, uh, and then race eight, Aussie Playboy, Sweet Passion. It, it is amazing. The, the access we get... He's just phenomenal, and their, their responses and, and questions, the questions you can ask and the responses you can get have the capacity to completely flip your mindset, which I don't think you could say about any other sport or any other race in Cape Goodwin. No, no, not, not at all. And I think a lot of them, too, have respect for others' opinions to, to include into the repertoire or, or the possibility of those multiple options and be prepared for the unexpected as well. And um, uh, that's just one of those nights. There's a lot of uh, different form lines as well, which, look, it might be a really entertaining night. Um, and as we said at the top of the show, a night to I try to identify value. Just because you identify it doesn't mean you're going to get... You find those winners, but it might be the night that you can get that value. Um, we've picked out a few already, so I'm, I'm sure everyone would have their own favourites on tomorrow night's program, and they're not hard to come by. There's 
some races there's three or four horses I'd want to have a back, which uh, sort of compromises the way that you go about your betting because you probably can't back all four of them, or if you do, you're narrowing down the potential to make a profit. Um, so that's not necessarily a bad thing. <laughs> just means you've got to go wider and take less percentages in your exotic bets. I'm happy to do that, to be honest. Particularly in that a race like uh, the seventh with District Attorney, I'll be happy to uh, back four runners for varying amounts. Now, the high gain Melton Trotter three for all is the anti-penultimate race in the program. Here's the question. Is it a match race or is it a race in one? I've got to go with a reliable horse and Queen Elida. If he knew Ultimate Stride would do everything right, and this, he looked like he was going to win coming to the home turn the other night, but he, he made a similar mistake in one of his trials as well. So of the two, um, you're going to put your faith in a Queen Elida, but Ultimate Stride, um, he, he's in the zone, the stable's flying. The, the horse I'm interested in here that um, I'd be forgiving certainly of last start is Credit Master from that much better gate. It'd be interesting to see what Matt Craven is able to do with Credit Master. And he could be the, you know, we mentioned the fly in the ointment. That fly is going to have a busy night potentially. Um, I'm, I'm not necessarily saying Credit Master will be up there dueling for the early lead, but maybe not get exposed, sit without cover or have to get too far back. So I, I wouldn't overlook Credit Master, but I'm going Queen Elida. Better the Queen, you know, um, from Ultimate Stride, Credit Master, 5-3-2. Thing is with Ultimate Stride, if you do think he is a little unreliable, well, that's where you're going to get your value through your exotic plays here. And I think Credit Master would then be the right horse to run either second or third. So five from three, two, and one. I've run five, three, one, and two. Um, heartbreak even hearing you recall... Ultimate stride first up from a break after one of the more phenomenal trials you'll ever see. Uh, that was my last bit of the night, obviously in the last race of the night, and uh, gamble responsibly at their people. But um, I was counting the cash, absolutely counting it. It's been a tough night, but I've bounced back and made a handy profit, and then it all went pear-shaped late. Um, and you just thought to yourself, well, I'll, I'll be on him in any race next start, and then he turns up against Queen Elida. I think Queen Elida... I think... Uh, Queen Elida, when she's on song, is or at least will be as good as any trotter in the land. I know she was a little bit behind Just Believe, who gets the invitation to the elite lot, but I think um, uh, Brent Lilly's been pretty open about the fact that there are a few runs there where she wasn't 100%. When she is 100%, she's devastating to watch. Devastating to watch. Probably well, my favourite trotter to watch in, in, in this country. So, Queen Elida on top of Ultimate Stride. Uh, I'll throw it in there for you, Sunoco, just ahead of Credit Master, but I do take your point. Credit Master could easily lob 1-1 one, one here. Ultimate Strider, they can kick up and lead. Queen Elida outside the leader. Um, both working each other over. Leaves an, a small and a little slither of an opportunity for Nephew of Sunoco and also Credit Master. Five, three, one, and two for me. We might take another break now, come back. Cover off races 10 and 11, and then we'll get our best in multis. I don't know how we're going to... Now we're going to construct or feather the multi here on this program, but Ben and I, Warriors, will do our very best. Friday, 4th, Battle, SEN track, back very soon.